in the authority of my word in spite of the way the world around them is living where is my power but yet the Lord and who can be sent who can be sent who can be found trustworthy that God may send a message unto said in Isaiah who will go for us and so God was asking these questions in in Isaiah because amen glory to God he was looking for that one he was looking for those who would preach and teach the unadulterated word of God who would speak who would speak as God speaks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Who would declare what does say as the Lord. He was looking for one or those. Who would not only just speak the word, but live the word in their day-to-day living where the evidence of God's word. Right. Was in their life. The power in this season and in this hour and in this time, we must operate in the power that has been given unto us. The power of the word. We are not given a kingdom of talk, but one of power. He said, who can I send? And we find the prophet Isaiah saying, here am I. Send me. I'm going to pause for the cause right there. Because God is looking for his sons and his daughters in the earth. Those who will make a commitment to say, send me, I'll go. I will be a messenger for your kingdom. I will be a messenger with the gospel of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I will preach and teach um, the word, amen, glory to God, the unadulterated gospel of truth, amen. I will declare and decree what it is that you are speaking unto the church, what it is that you are speaking unto your people. I will go and tell the good news, but I'll also stand. Until the judgment of God. 
those to those who continue to deny his power from operating in them. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us get into this word. Glory to God. So he got it saying, where my power? And even the people, people, the people, where is my power? And we're going to talk about, amen, glory to God, where is the power? Where has, amen, glory to God, happened to the power that's been given unto the people? According to the book of Acts, chapter 1 and, and 8, amen, glory to God, God says that we, the word says that we will receive the power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He said we will receive power. He was talking to his disciples. He told them, listen, I want you guys, right? Amen, glory to God. I need for you guys to wait until you receive the power of the Holy Ghost so that you can be a witness unto me. He said, you will receive power. So according to one Acts 1 and 8, amen, glory to God, we are to receive the power of God, what is this power? The Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus also in the book of John, Amen. Glory to God, and He speaks about it in several places in in, in John um, chapter fourteen, and He speaks about it in in John fifteen, and He even um, He reiterates in John sixteen again. He says, um, "Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus." He talked to his disciples and he began to tell them, he says, John 16 and 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So here is Jesus Christ giving the promise to the disciples. Hallelujah. Saying that, listen, I have to leave you so that I can send you uh, uh, the spirit of truth. So I can send the advocator to you so that I can send the counselor to you. Amen. Um, glory to God. So that the power the power of God can be upon you. Amen. Glory to God. In the book of Acts, we receive or we see the very promise that God that Christ give in the book of John we see it manifest in their lives in the book of Acts. Amen.
Amen. It go down right in the upper room. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. The, the very thing in which he promised unto them that they would receive power. Not only was the reception of that power, um, amen, were to or just for the disciples of Christ, but, amen, it is for every believer in Christ Jesus. Oh, yes, the power. Not only was he talking and as he was speaking to them in John, in the book of John, but he was also letting us know, amen, that listen, that we're going to receive power. Hallelujah. That he's sending the comforter. He said, listen, I'm going to ask my father, amen, glory to God, that he'll give you another advocate to be with you forever. This advocate, the Holy Spirit, is with us forever. And we're going to deal with that. The Holy Spirit is here to teach us all things. Amen. To lead and guide us in all truth. Where does the power come from as we listen, hear, and abide? To the spirit of truth. So over in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians, let's talk about this because as a believer, the moment, the point, amen, of salvation in your life, you receive power. Amen. Glory to God. You receive power in your life. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 says this. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. You are sealed with power. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Now, amen, glory to God. One of the things in the questions that I post is one thing to have the power, but it's a whole nother thing to use and operate the power that's been given on to us we have been sealed with the power of god amen hallelujah thank you jesus we have been sealed with the holy ghost now how you amen unleash unlock move operate in the power that has been that you've been sealed with and that you've been filled with. I'll talk about that in a moment. Glory to God. Your surrenderance, your yielding is very vital. It's very vital to the depth and the height of how you operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. For those who believe, you received 
the power as you were sealed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You've been filled with the power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You've been filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, in, in Deuteronomy um, chapter 34, it talks about how Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom. The Holy Ghost over in the book of Exodus chapter 31 amen uh, glory to God um, in 3 and chapter 35 and 31 it talks about uh, amen um, glory to God God talk about his people Bezalel being filled amen glory to God with his wisdom being filled with the Holy Spirit and they're filled with the Holy Spirit to do a work we are filled with the Holy Spirit to do a work for the kingdom of God. We are filled on purpose for the assignment. The assignment and the purpose that God has upon our life. We cannot complete it without the Holy Spirit. Without allowing him, amen, Yes, without allowing him to work in us. And see, that is the difference between those that operate in the power and those that do not. And we can no longer afford to have this form of godliness and denying the power of God to operate in our lives. Now we're filled. We've been sealed. We're filled with him. So why are we powerless? Why are we powerless? Listen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Before I go to why we're powerless, I, I, I just want to also um, quote the Apostle Paul. Just in case. Amen. For those that are just not convinced that he that the Holy Spirit is within us. Apostle Paul talks to the church of Corinth, right? And he tells that he's talking to them about the church of Corinth. And we know the church of Corinth, they just fell in all type of sin. They was just a church gone wild, right? Amen. Just just doing whatever it was, sexual immoral, sexual immoral sins and, and amen, according to God. Just so many different things. He had to tell them. He said, listen, do you not know that your body is a temple? Of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own. Do you not know that you are a temple of God, that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Just in case you're not convinced that he's there. He, he's there. He's there. But the question I, I begin to ponder in my mind, amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Uh, where are we in the body of Christ? Had to begin to do even the self-examination that we all should do within ourselves to ask, have I grieved the Holy Spirit, uh, amen, glory to God? Have I placed him in a place of imprisonment because I choose to be disconnected, because I choose not to operate in the power that God has given unto me? Have I, am I operating in a powerless state, uh, my God? 
God, in the name of Jesus. Have I, ah, uh, my God, have I imprisoned the Holy Spirit? Amen. Glory to God. Yes, we've been given the power. The word tells us not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Why would the word tell us not to grieve the Holy Spirit? How do we grieve the Holy Spirit? We grieve the Holy Spirit when we choose to make flesh decisions. When we choose to operate in our flesh and not live in the spirit of God, not operate through the spirit of God, we grieve him. Why do we grieve him? Because he is He is watching us go through cycles of disappointment, cycles of anger, cycles of pain, cycles of hurt, cycles of shame, because we choose to operate in our flesh. We choose to live in the flesh and not in the spirit of God. When he's right there to counsel us, when he's right there giving us advice, when he's right there, amen, glory to God, to give us what it is that we need so that we can overcome, so that we can move and operate in the conquering power that has been given unto us in Jesus Christ. Yeah, every time we make a decision, we choose. Uh, we know we hear him speaking to us. Yes, that 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 thing, that right there, that, that's on the inside of us, no matter how faint or how loud it may be, it does, it is still there. He is still there, amen, saying, don't do that. Amen, glory to God. He, he, he's there. Why? Because he's there to convict. Hallelujah, glory to God. And through the conviction of the Holy Ghost that we would change our thought of action. And so, yes, no matter what the situation is, no matter how deep we may be in a thing, he's still there speaking but many of us we don't we, we don't have an ear to hear the spirit of the true living God and when we don't have an ear to hear the spirit of the true living God because we choose amen uh, um, to operate out of our flesh we choose to be carnal we we, we choose is all about a choice you can turn the light on or you can turn it off you can disconnect it altogether it's all about choice because the holy spirit is not going to force himself on you he's going to give you the truth and allow you to make the decision and many of us have have lost power glory to god thank you jesus because we choose to be disconnected. We choose to grieve the spirit of truth. Yeah. When we depend on our own skills, when we depend on our money, when we depend on our drugs or our alcohol, when we depend on food, when we depend on other people to give us the power to sustain life in us, my God, we are truly disconnected. When we choose not to crucify our flesh and decide that we're going to live and operate out of our flesh, we lose 
the power. Over in the book of John chapter 15. He tells us, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Amen, glory to God. He said, every branch, he said, I takes away. He also says this, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. See, that word abide is very, very significant. It means to dwell. It means to stay connected. Amen, glory to God. So those that are not connected, those that want to operate in their own flesh, in their own willpower, in their own strength, uh, amen, glory to God, thank you, they are cut away. They are casted out. Why? Because they are not bearing the fruit. What is the fruit? The fruit is bare through the power of God. He said, listen, you shall receive power. He said, you shall receive power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When the Holy Spirit come upon you, the purpose of this power so that you can be a witness for Christ. Meaning that I bear the fruit of the kingdom of God wherever he sends me. Wherever he sends you. And so because the true living God dwells on the inside of us, people of God. We shouldn't be in these destitute states. We shouldn't be in these dry places, where we are fruitless, where we are barren. No, because the power of the true living God dwells on the inside of us. And when we are allowing things and substance and people, amen, to determine who we are and the things that we can do, when we are allowing people, substance, and things, To have control over our lives. We are denying the power of God working on the inside of us. When it's easy for you to go fornicate. When, it, when, when it's just okay for you to go and commit adultery. When it's just okay for you to not move in the word of God. To doubt the word of God for your life. When it's okay to be rebellious unto the Lord. To be rebellious unto the Lord. You lost power. you're disconnected it's not in just those things that are obvious but even those things amen glory to God that is just not so obvious when God has spoken unto you 
daughter do this and son do that and you just refuse not to move in the word that God has declared for your life. Many people are in a place and in a state, but they just say, I'm waiting on God and, and amen, glory to God. But God don't gave you a word. You profess out of your mouth that God gave me a word, but I'm waiting on God. No, you're not waiting on God right now. You're just being rebellious. You're being a procrastinator because, amen, glory to God, your disbelief will not allow you to move in the utterance of God for your life. Move in the power of God so that the power and the glory of God can be displayed through your life. So you are making the choice to deny his word through your doubt, through your disbelief. And you say, I don't doubt. You say, I, I, I do believe. But the evidence is in the action in which you display because he's giving you the word of utterance and you haven't moved yet. Yes, are you operating from your flesh? Yes, you're operating from a place of disobedience. You're operating from a place of rebellious. And I don't care how we dress it up. I don't care how we try to clean it up. But the truth is the truth. You're rebelling against the word of God because you have not activated. You have not moved in the activation of God's word for your life. So, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. What calls us? to be powerless, amen, glory to God, uh, um, hallelujah, my God, uh, um, because we try to do it in our own strength, and we, we, we try to do it, amen, in, in, in our own might, we look at our resources, we look at our history, we, we, we look at our things, amen, that's going on in our environment, we take uh, illegal assets, amen, and, and come up with a wrong conclusions of our capacity and our capability, amen, I'm um, glory to God, we get caught up in the lies and the deception of the enemy, amen, glory to God, uh, that tells us that we can't, even though the word says that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you, the power of God. See, we're too busy trying to save ourselves. We're too busy trying to do it in our own right. We're too busy trying to get man to help us when God's when God is just saying, I've given you the power to do it. I've given you the strength to do it. I've given you the anointed. I've given you the anointing to do it. I've given you, my God, the skills to do it. I've given you everything you need to do it. And as you move in the word, then the resources and the things that need to connect, amen, hallelujah, to help you advance even the more into the prophetic utterance of the word of God. It, when you activate, it's going to cause the resources and the people that come into strategic alignment with the prophetic utterance of God for your life. It's going to cause them to come into an activation. But because you're sitting in a powerless state, you're sitting in a state of, of being um, dorm, dormant because you have not activated in the prophetic utterance of God for your life because you are stagnated in a powerless state. You they can, the resources cannot activate. The people cannot activate. The finances cannot activate. It cannot be drawn unto you. Bound natural boundaries cannot be rearranged so the prophetic utterance of God can manifest in your life. You got to surrender. 
We got to surrender to the word. We got to surrender to the power of God. We got to surrender under the mighty hands of God. When are you going to humble yourself? When are you going to humble yourself under the mighty hands of God so that he may exalt you in due time? When are you going to humble yourself and hear what the spirit of truth is saying so that you can move in the power that God has given unto us? When? See, when you surrender, hallelujah, glory to God, you ain't going to trick no more. When you surrender, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, uh, glory to God. You ain't going to prostitute yourself no more. When you surrender to the power of God, uh, you ain't going to commit adultery no more. You ain't going to be fornicated. You ain't going to be upper. When you ain't going to doubt no more, you ain't going to be in a, a place of rebellious no more. Amen. Glory to God. When you surrender to God, you'll no longer be operating in a place of insecurities and low self-esteem and, and lack of confidence and lack of trust. You will no longer be operating and controlled by those spirits, right? Because of the power of God on the inside of you. When you surrender to God, that spirit of rejection will no longer continue to toss you to and fro and cause you be disobedient unto the power of God. Why? Because the power of God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God, is going to annihilate those foes that's been tormenting you. That's been hindering you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. When you dwell, that's why he said, listen, you got to abide. You have to abide, right? Amen. In me, he said, you got to abide. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so when you are disconnected, we live and we operate in places of rejection and low self-esteem and lack of confidence and lack of trust. We move in a place of procrastination. My God. Um, in the name of Jesus, we operate in places that are barrenness. We get caught up in various addiction. My God, we abort the word of God. We move in places of, of, of faithlessness and, and, and we operate from the lust of our flesh. Keep us disconnected because every sin that we commit, it breaks the fellowship. Every time we decide to make a flesh decision, every time we decide that we're going to allow our environment, that we're going to allow the things that we've been through, that we're going to allow everything else the lies and deception to manipulate us to deny the word of god of operating in our lives we break fellowship with god and it's time that the church repent so that once again we can move in the power and the authority that has been given unto us. He didn't leave us powerless. My God. He didn't leave us powerless, church. No, but he sent us a comforter. 
that we may operate in the power of God in the name of God to operate in the power of God people of God we are not powerless The word, the word, the word of God, people of God. We got to get in position. We got to get in the position that God has called forth in the life of his people. He's given us the authority. You got to hear me. Hallelujah. And it depends on your translation. Some translation says he has given us the power. He's given us the authority over all the power of the enemy. And the enemy. But we got to come from this state of denial. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We got to come from the state of denial because denial got us in a place of being disconnected. Our denial, our position of denial has got us operating in a form of godliness and denying his power to manifest in our lives. Amen. The power that you have to tread upon the scorpions and the snakes. The power that you have where nothing will harm you. The power to heal the sick. The power to cast out demons. When, when are we going to move in the power? Glory to God. We got to take the posture of humility we got to come into a place of surrenderance in spite of what we've been told and what we've been sold God's word has to become the authority in our lives and when God's word becomes the authority in our lives then we can move and operate in the power that God has given unto us. So power, 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 people of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So we got to come into, amen, to positional power. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Where is our position in Christ? God has positioned us in Christ Jesus as heirs to the kingdom of God. He's positioned us as he said, listen, I've given you the authority. Yeah, he, I've given you the authority to tread upon the snakes and the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy that nothing by no means will harm you. 
meaning even in the positional power that has been given unto us by Christ, that fear should not dwell in us when we have been given the authority and dominion over all things. Our positional power. We cannot sit in a place of positional power until we make the decision that we're going to live and operate in the very purpose in which God has called forth in our lives. When we look at a Jeremiah, when we look at a, a Moses, when we look at an Apostle Paul, when, when we look at them and in their lives, when they made the decision that they was going to do and move and operate in the very thing and the very word that God has called forth in their lives, amen, glory to God, when they got in purpose, when they began to move in purpose in the unadulterated word that God had called forth in their life they got into the position that was necessary for them to for the word of god to be done completed in their lives amen glory to god thank you they put they postured themselves in a position to obtain the promise of god for their lives god tells um the prophet jeremiah this he told him Today I have appointed you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy, and to overthrow, to build, and to plant. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. But Jeremiah could not begin to operate in what he had been appointed to do by God until he made the decision a couple of verses earlier. To take on the ownership. Of the call of God for his life. To take on the ownership. Of being appointed as a prophet to the nature. To take on the ownership. Of being ordained. A set apart. To do the work. That God has called forth. For him to do. So he has to first. Be clothed in purpose. He has to first accept the purpose of God for his life. And once he accepts the purpose of God for his life, it positions him to move in the operational power that came with the call. Amen. Glory to God. When God purposed us, positioned us, or called us, there are some functionalities that we must operate in, people of God. First of all, as being children of God, being purposed by God, amen, glory to God, as, as Christians, as believers, the first operational power of people of God, glory to God, listen, that we that we must we must live and adhere to is amen, being set apart, being holy because he is holy. He's given us the Holy Spirit, right? Who empower us to live lives of holiness. Holiness is still right. In spite of it not being popular by demand. And it doesn't matter what other people who are professing Christ are doing. God is looking in the earth saying, where is my power in operation? 
Where are the people that are operating in purpose, that are operating according to the design, the functionality in which I've called them, who are not able who are not duplicating other people, but who are functioning and operating under the design in which I have fashioned them. Who are operating, hallelujah, and being the difference in the earth. Just like he told Jeremiah, look, I set you apart before you was born. Been set apart. And because we've been set apart, people of God, we are no longer to look like the world. When we're operating and behaving like the world, we're denying the power. We're not moving in the operational power that God has given unto us. We're not moving and operating in it. If he's given us the authority, he and he has, over all the power of the enemy, why are we continuing to fail why are we in a continuous place where pride is overtaking us and causing us to operate dysfunctionally that operate um, in the opposite of our design some of us gotta go back we gotta go back And we got to be like David. Lord, fix me. That ain't the words he said. He said, creating me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. Lord, fix me because I understand I'm not operating according to the way I am designed to operate. I've malfunctioned. And some people just got to be truthful with themselves and say, listen, I malfunctioned. The rejection here have made me to be malfunctioned. Amen. Glory to God. These illegal relationships that I've engaged in have caused me to be malfunctioned. My mother leaving me. My daddy leaving my spouse walking out on me has caused me to operate dysfunctionally when they picked on me as a kid i was joned and i was bullied and all this stuff it has caused me to operate dysfunctionally and not function according to my design it'll cause me to indulge and engage in behaviors my god that is not of your standard god it has caused flaws in my characteristics it is called flow in my character. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, fix me. So that I may be made whole, so that I may operate in your truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So I no longer doubt, no longer live. And operate in a place in a lack of faith. I will no longer operate from a powerless state. And then he gives us a working power. I love, amen, the working power that he gives us as it talks about it. Amen, glory to God. In Ephesians 3. 
and 20. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. This this working power. This working power. Amen. The word tells us that, hallelujah, that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So I have to ask the question and you have to ask yourself what power is working within me. Because when there is the Holy Ghost power, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. When the Holy Ghost, when the power of the Holy Ghost is operating in me, I am well capable and well able to stand, amen, according to God, and honor God as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto him. When the Holy Spirit power is operating on the inside of me. I crucify my flesh so that Christ may live in me. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. When the Holy Ghost power is working on the inside of me, yes, I can do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ever ask and think of. Hallelujah. According to what's working in me. And as long as the Holy Spirit is working on the inside of me, Every word that God has spoken, I'm able to do it. I can accomplish it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because, yes, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I lack absolutely nothing because the Holy Spirit is working on the inside of me. He's leading and guiding me to all truths so that every target, every assignment that God gives me, that, hallelujah, not only do I achieve it, hallelujah, because he's working on the inside of me. My God, hallelujah, it is much greater, the completion of a thing, it's much greater than I ever thought, and I can ever imagine, even if I can ever ask for, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, because God is doing exceedingly abundantly above it, and so when man deny it, we ain't got to get caught, we ain't got to become imprisoned in the words and in the things that other people do or say, why, because we know that there's a greater power, listen, hallelujah, he said, great is he that is in me than he that is in the world, and I know that there's a greater power that's working on the inside of me, and every doubter, and every hater, and all the naysayers, that they will see the glory of God, that they will see the power of God, that everything that they said I couldn't do, and because God said I can, they will see the manifestation of God's power in my life. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. And so I ain't trying to prove nothing to nobody. I'm just going to continue to move and do the things in which God has called forth in my life. And the fruit will be the evidence of the working power of God in my life. The fruit will be the evidence that I abide in Jesus Christ, that he's in me and that I, I am in him. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. Why? Because I will bear the fruit of God's word in my life. Every word that he's uttered in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. As I activate, as I am active in God's word. Hallelujah. As I move in faith. As I move in faith. As I move in faith. Faith. 
hallelujah, is the key that activates the word of God for our lives, people of God. Amen, word of God. And I'm going to get, hallelujah, I'm going to give you all two more, and I'm going to get out of here. Um, hallelujah. Equipping power. You've been equipped for the assignment, people of God. Even as he was telling um, the prophet Jeremiah, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, when he said, look, I, I set you apart, even when David talks about in Psalms 139, look, you wove me together in the secret place, amen, he was equipping him then, amen, he was equipping us then, amen, glory to God, he told Moses, listen, look, there's some men who are skilled, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, he's skilled so he's gifted you and he's talent and he's giving you gifts and he's giving you talent amen glory to god and uh amen so that you can do that in which he's called for for you to do you have to operate see when we look at the parable of the sower we see in operation those who operated in the power that they was equipped it to do. So he gave all of them the same. Amen. Glory to God. He gave all of them. All of them started out on the same playing field. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And when we really look and observe that particular text in the book of Matthew. We see three type of people. We see a man who was all in. And because he was all in, he was able to produce Guess what? And what he was equipped to do, he he maximized it 1,000%. We also seen somebody there in the text who, amen, glory to God, he maximized his to 500%. Amen. Five, five, just 500%. Amen. And even when I was looking at, amen, observing that particular text, glory to God, when we, because when we're half-hearted and when we're not all in, amen, glory to God, we'll do just enough to get by. We'll do just enough, amen, glory to God. But God wants us to be wholehearted like the man who produced it 1,000%. And see, when the Holy Spirit is upon you, my God, hallelujah, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. My God, he takes what we've been, what the, what skills that we have been given, and he's maximized it to beyond our imagination. But then it was the one who operated in the parable of the sore from a powerless state because of doubt, because of disbelief, because of lack of trust, whatever that it may have been, because maybe the spirit of rejection, whatever it was that he was dealing with, and he sat on what was given. He sat on what was given unto him so that he can produce. He sat on it. And he operated from a powerless state. And he multiplied nothing. We've been given. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We've been given. God has equipped us, people of God, so that we can bear fruit that will last. The word tells us in John 15, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. But every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. 
He also said, Embide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. You got to stay connected. Our obedience in the word of God keeps us connected. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So you're powerless without him. You're powerless, amen, when you want to operate in your flesh. You can't operate, amen, in what you effectively and what you've been equipped to do. Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Without him. Hallelujah. And you can't do it. This is the thing. And also when he said without me, hallelujah, glory to God, people of God. When you're doing, when you're trying to operate from, amen, even when what you're equipped to do from a selfish standpoint, because it's all about you, guess what? The anointing is not there to cause you to multiply and excel because you got the wrong motive. But when you can do it from a place of servanthood, from the position of servanthood, hallelujah, glory to God. What is that scripture? First Peter or something. Amen. When you do it from that place of servanthood, people of God, then God can breathe on it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, glory to God. Then you can see the manifestation of God's word for your life, people of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. The word says here, and I got one more, and I'm going to let you guys go. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, to them, it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us, they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you, though through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent. Amen, glory to God. From heaven, things which angels desire to do, my God, in the name of Jesus. When you look at another translation, it talks about that it was revealed unto them because they was not serving themselves. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. And so when we're not serving ourselves, hallelujah, glory to God, we're able to operate in a greater capacity because what's flowing out of us is for the masses. It is not something that we've isolated to ourselves. And so when we are misusing and and abusing what God has given unto us, amen, when we will prostitute the gifts, the anointing, We manipulate the word of God for our own selfish gain. We limit, we are moving and operating in a powerless state. And so it all, it got to be for the kingdom of God. It got to be for the glory of God. It got to be, amen, for the work at large, for the body of Christ. The last thing is resurrection power. Christ says that I am the resurrector of life. Hallelujah. He said, I am 
the resurrection yeah, yeah. of life. My God. And he who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. He said, do you believe this? At the end of the day, when we're talking about where's my power, because the church is probably asking. I know you've been in situations and circumstances, and you've been like, you know what? I was supposed to have the power to overcome this. Hallelujah. Come on. I, I, I was supposed to. I, I wasn't supposed mm. to be subdued by this. I know we've been in states and we, we, we've been in places. But we've denied the power and afterwards we question what happened to my power. Because hmm. we didn't die to our flesh. Hallelujah. Because there was still some doubt and some disbelief that was there. Amen. Because that's the Korobasha. There were some things, some isms and schisms going on. And at the end of the day, it all boiled down that there were some places and spaces that we didn't trust or believe God in. And those places and those places and states, every time, it's going to cause us to operate from a powerless state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can't move in the fullness of the power of God over our lives. The resurrection power. He said, I am the resurrected and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. And he asked them, do you believe? And so we have to ask the question, do you believe? Because when we believe, we can operate in that same resurrection power of the Holy Ghost. And then we have to ask ourselves, why are we living in the grave, why are we living? Why are we living among the dead when the resurrection power is on the inside of us when it's supposed to resurrect life? Yeah, we able when when we look at the apostles and, and, and Christ said greater works than these that you're gonna do. And when we live we find Peter in the text. Hallelujah, glory to God. He brings Tabitha back to life. Because there is a resurrection power living on the inside of you. What are you resurrecting? What life? Amen. What are you giving life to? That it may live in the power of God. What are you activating in the earth? So that others may live and not die. Are you moving in purpose? So when you move in the purpose that God has called forth in our lives, hallelujah, when we move in the purpose that God has called forth in our lives, we cause the dead to rise. We cause the sick to be healed. And it's not so much that we do it, it's because of the power that's operating in us. We give sight to the blind. We cause the lame to walk. We cause the deaf to hear. We bring streams of living water into dry places. That which is barren begin to flourish because of the life of him. 
because we live as the resurrected body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because that same resurrection power, the Holy Ghost, lives on the inside of us. And so another day, we shouldn't live another day. We shouldn't live another day where we are dying on the inside. I can't give life when I'm dying myself. And I die because I won't deny my flesh. I die when I deny the power of God to operate in my life. And so first, again, we got to believe in what God has spoken. And we got to humble ourselves to the word of God for our lives. We got to be like Mary. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. When the angel spoke to her. <laughs> And he told her that she would give birth to the Son of God. And she said, and I'm paraphrasing, I am your maidservant. I am the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be unto me according to your word. That was a word of humility. Hallelujah. That was a word of dying to her flesh so that Christ can live in her. And so for such a time as this, we got to come into that place where we have, let it be unto me according to your word and move and live in the word of God. So when God looks in the earth and he says, so he would say, there is my power. As he see you moving, operating in his word, in his word. Hallelujah, glory to God. He can identify his power as he see it operating and manifesting in your life. And so that you can see the evidence of God's word operating in your life. As you continue to overcome every work and every power of the enemy. Because surely you can do all things through Christ that strengthen you. You have received the power. Now it's time that you activate and operate in the power that God has given unto you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen to God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the Lord on this morning. Amen. From the powerful word. Amen. From the powerful, mighty woman of God. Amen. Our founder of Divine Order Restoration Ministries, Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment Broadcast. Amen. Our very own Apostle Durante Zorn. Amen. Bringing us, amen, the bread of life this morning. Amen. And truly, amen, it just blessed my soul. Amen. And I hope it blessed each and every one of you on this morning. So, Father, we just thank you right now, God. Lord, we thank you for the word that was released into the this morning, God. Lord, we thank you that your word released into our lives, God. Lord, will bring about a 
conviction, God. Lord, will bring about a change in our very lives, God, so that we can get into a place, Father God, to access your power, God, Lord, so that we can go forth, God, and do the mandate that you have decreed for our very lives, God. Lord, we thank you for your woman servant this morning, God. Lord, that you have used her, God, Lord, to edify and equip and empower your people this morning through this broadcast, God, and throughout the nations, God. Lord, we thank you that as she has released your word, God, Lord, and emptied herself unto you, God, Lord, that you will begin to refill her now, God, Lord, with fresh oil from on high, God, Lord, that you will begin, God, to infill her, God, with greater power, greater anointing, God, so that she can do the work mandated for her very life for your people, God. Lord, we thank you for the apostles this morning, God. Look on her, God. Lord, cover her, God, in all that she do, God, and Lord, continue to bless the work of her hands, God. And, Father, we thank you for your anointed vessel this morning to come and bring us, God, the words of life, God, that will cause our very lives, God, to be changed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, people of God. We just want to thank you, amen, this morning for tuning in and listening to us, amen. And now, hallelujah, we're going to move further into the broadcast. Honor, we receive a 